For the past three years, the Patriots-Browns games have always felt like they were going to be close. In 2019, the Browns had a stacked roster that looked ready to compete. In 2021, the Browns had a semi-solid offense, complemented by a very solid defense. And this time in 2022, both the Patriots and Browns were without their starting quarterbacks. But in 2019 and 2021, instead of the game being rather close, the Browns were defeated in convincing fashion, the same of which can be said in this year's game in 2022, as the Pats went to Cleveland and manhandled them 38-15. Offensively, this was one of the Patriots' best outings since the Titans game last year. Bailey Zappi was fantastic all around in this game, and he was able to spread the ball around to different receivers, and he just kept moving the chains time and time again. His pocket presence improved to a higher standard once again, and he's able to smoothly move around the pocket when he needs to, but he also doesn't force himself to, understanding that he can stay in the pocket if there isn't any pressure. We didn't see a lot of that quality in the Packers game, and so it is really good to see that he's improved in that area of decision-making. Now, there were times where I thought he was definitely getting rid of the ball far too quickly, not letting plays develop, which would normally be concerning, but he also showed enough plays where he was patient enough to let plays develop as well, so maybe it was just more of a situational thing. Now, before I start saying that Zappi's, again, overall better than Mac Jones, it is still important to know that Zappi has had the benefit of playing in a much improved offense than that of Week 1 and Week 2. Again, the Patriots' offense with Mac Jones in Week 3 was still pretty damn good until the fourth quarter. Now, it's important to note that the Cleveland defense also isn't very good and hasn't been good all year. So, Zappi playing well against the Lions and now the Browns isn't exactly mind-boggling, though it is still impressive considering he's a rookie. But what I can say about Zappi is that he's definitely earned a backup spot and is going to give Belichick something to think about heading to next week against the Bears, where Mac Jones will likely be active. Belichick on the outside is obviously not going to show that he's debating on the starting quarterback, but he sure as hell on the inside is thinking about the situation. Now, Ramondre Stevenson, outside of that 31-yard touchdown, wasn't as effective as he was last week, but he did have a couple of nice chunk plays. The major storyline of this one was definitely Tyquan Thornton, though, whose speed and route running were big against the Browns. I want to make a separate video on him later this week, but suffice it to say, he was electric, scoring a red zone touchdown and scoring on a jet sweep. And before I forget, congrats to Bill Belichick for tying George Hallis for the most wins in NFL history. Only one more coach to go, and that's Don Shula. And I can't say that I'm 100% sure that Belichick is going to be able to pass Shula because I believe Shula has around 347 wins, and we might see Belichick retire before that, but if he can get there, that'll be one hell of an accomplishment. Now defensively, just a sound game from the Patriots. All New England had to do was take away Nick Chubb from the Browns and they would be good, and that's exactly what they did. This was the first real showing what an improved Pats run defense could look like, and it's exciting, no doubt. The Patriots once again were able to get pressure with four sacks, including Dietrich Wise getting that fifth sack of the season. No sacks for Judon, though. However, he was still able to make his presence felt in the run game and through the pass rush. In the secondary, Jalen Mills was toasted on a couple of routes by Mark Cooper, I'm not even going to lie, but he was able to hold his own, only allowing four catches on 12 targets. This was just a classic case of the Patriots' complimentary football that really hasn't been exactly common over the past couple of years, so it feels good to go back to that form. Good offense complemented by good defense. And to be fair, the game could have been completely different. I mean, after that Amari Cooper touchdown, the Browns nearly got the ball back on an onside kick that could have changed the game. But the kick was recovered with a Browns player's foot being out of bounds, resulting in a kick out of bounds penalty. This led to a Patriots possession ending in a score, ultimately icing the game. 
Now, heading into next week against the Bears, the Patriots should have a walk-in-the-park dub waiting for them. Considering the Bears' offense is completely underwhelming, to say the least, and their offensive line has been terrible, which means Matt Chudon should be able to get in for a couple of sacks next week. And with this game being almost walk-in-the-park, this also means that Matt Jones, if he isn't 100%, may be able to sit for one more week with Sappy getting another start against a more stifling Bears defense. So, It'll definitely be a good test to see if the zappy hype is real. But let me know what you guys think about this Browns game. I mean, I am shocked with what we're able to see from Bailey Zappi so far. I mean, he has done a phenomenal job backing up Mac Jones. And to think that Bailey Zappi would throw for 300 yards and two touchdowns and have around, what, a 118 pass rating? That's pretty special. And so I don't want to hear anybody saying that Bill Belichick can't draft because this past draft just showed through the selections of Cole Strange, who's been phenomenal outside his week one struggles, the selection of Jack Jones, who has also been phenomenal in most cases, and Bailey Zappi, who's ultimately been keeping the Patriots season alive. But let me know if you guys have any thoughts in the comment section down below, and I'll catch you guys later. Peace out. Mm-hmm.